0: This is David. Welcome back behind the Velvet Robe. Let's just get right into everything today. I don't even know where to begin. I'm tired again. We're here with our good friend with her green background, the one and only Miss Sarah Fraser. <laughs> Hi, David.
1: How you, are you?
0: You go between that green background and those waves, and you've got a lot going on over there. It's
1: kind of like my personality, David. You know what I mean? <sighs> like I, I'm never the same day to day. I love change. I like to keep it different. I like to keep it on our toes, you know,
0: if I have a complete mental breakdown from doing this podcast, is that how bad is that That has nothing to do with all this Jersey bullshit. It's has nothing to do with that at all. It just has to do with the fact that I am working. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I need to go away for two months and not come back. I'm so tired.
1: How many, I mean, I I think people don't know this if they're not in the business, but one of the things about you, I mean, you have so many shows in advance because so many people want to be on your show. How many shows have you, they call it in the can, right? Like how many do you have in the can yet to release? A hundred, 150? Is that the,
0: I do not have 150. That would be crazy. But when all these, (coughs) excuse me, when all, and I'm not looking for sympathy, trust me. But, you know, when people are like, oh, what, why is this show old? Well, I mean- You watch what's on the TV and it's old. This is why people want to come on and listen they do say it's in the can. That is the lingo. Look, you just don't say no to certain people that want to come on your show. Like the timing does not work around you. It does not work that way. There will be some, but they're not, no one's going to get mad at you. They're just going to go away. And when you are ready for them in three weeks, they will not be ready for you for six years. So you have to say yes. You just have to say yes. If you want them if you want them. But I had a day like that yesterday where I had three in one day. And I mean, everyone, it's like for people that don't realize that's, it's a lot because you have to prepare, you have to prepare, you know, you want me to back someone against the fucking wall and get the ask about, you know, getting, you know, your hair pulled, your face punched a drink, whatever you want me to ask someone, there is a lot of preparation that goes into these questions. And so yesterday was just a day of like, I mean, I'm not a human being. I am an animal. And I know I don't know what I my point you. is of complaining, but I'm just, I'm having no,
1: this. I, today I've got a crazy day. You know, I have a, one of America's top porn stars turned pastor I'm interviewing later today. And I, I mean, he says he's straight. He did hardcore gay porn for years. He won an AVN award, which is like Who's the top this? Award. Well, he used to go by Rocco Reed. Now he is Joshua Broome. Well, our, our friends at the New York Post picked him story up because he is trying to share with people that no matter your past, you can evolve into whatever you want. Now, apparently, you know, I don't know. He did something like 100 or 200 films and made millions of dollars. Would you have stopped? Now, I, I got to ask no. him this. Me neither. I would have sucked dick Whenever, for the rest um, of my life for millions of dollars. I mean, what yes. you and I are working this hard? We ought to get into porn. We ought to have sex with each other while doing these and then see if people will pay for that.
0: Listen, OnlyFans, I mean, I had that loss of Pippin on the show. OnlyFans is a game changer. So what do you want to talk about here today, Sarah? All right, what where is, do you want to start? What is you tell me what is on your particular minds here today. Honestly. And only
1: fans. Well, I think we should start with, I mean, you have been the headline. You have been the headline for the past week. I, I texted you. I said, I've seen you on bloggers, your picture on bloggers sites that don't even really cover other podcasters covering you. And honestly, there was so much about you and Margaret Josephs and being the blogger leak that the women referenced on Jersey. I actually need you to break it down for me. And then, then Tamara talked about you. Teddy talked about you.
0: Uh, Listen, so I did a Patreon show with miss D miss Kim D about this. So let me give you the abridged version because we don't want all the patrons to say why you shouldn't, but the real abridged version is luck. I mean, first of all, let me let me back up and make a statement. This is an actual statement. When I rebrand myself and am done, now you've woken me up. When I am done running the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, in my next life, I am going to come back and have a course that I am going to teach about things that are said about you on the internet. And I can honestly tell you, you can talk about my face. You can talk about my ears. You can talk about my glasses, my teeth. You can talk about my whole face. You can talk about my body. You can talk about every part of my body. You can talk about my mother. You can talk about my father. You can talk about my sister. You can talk about people in my family that have passed away. You can talk about my voice. You can talk about my podcast. You can talk about anything that I have ever done in the entire world, including my physical looks, there is not one comment that will affect me. Hand to go for it, spend your time, waste your time. So just, I want to start with that. Okay. Like certain people were reaching out and I appreciate like, I'm so sorry. This is going to hurt your business. Like nothing's hurting anyone's business. Okay. So like, yeah. The, the numbers are there. There's no, no, no show is suffer, So uh, people are dumb. So first of all, say what you want. I, I literally don't care. Are dumb. I, mean, okay. I know. Like, I mean, how like what, like I'm not a blogger. Like I interview people and, you know, I think another thing that people were like, You know, aren't you supposed to be impartial? Like, no, it's very simple. When I do my show and you are on my show and I am interviewing you, whether you are, Margaret Joseph has been on my podcast. She doesn't get a free pass because she's my friend. When you're on my show and I am interviewing you, you are getting a David interview, whether you are my best friend or my worst enemy. Like I am gonna come for you if there's questions to be asked, Margaret included. She doesn't have it so easy when she was on my show. The first time, yeah, yeah, you're known for that. So, like, that is, we are at work. You're my friend, Margaret Josephs, and I now have some questions. Do you think this was nice to say to Teresa? Do you think? I mean, it's 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 a real interview. Outside of that, I will, I can be friends with whoever I want. The two trains don't meet. One has nothing to do with the other. People sit in a desk and go for drinks with their colleagues. So. There's not going to be any friendships. And like I said to Reality Blurb when they called and said they were running a story, you know, whether I gave a statement or not, like I gave a statement of like, you know, my podcast isn't ending anytime in this lifetime and either is my friendship with Margaret. So nothing bad happened for everyone who's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's like bad. Yeah, but yes, the whole world, I woke up and there was a gazillion DMs and it spiraled out of control. And I guess people were reaching out to Margaret and saying like, David's the blogger Teresa was talking about. And, you know, making this assumption because I was at Margaret's mother's 75th birthday party and I was at other events this season. I was at Margaret's prime party, which was not shown. It was shown in the trailer. I am friends with Margaret. So people, when Teresa said you're leaking it and it's getting out there, yeah. people are like, Teresa, no, T- Teresa knows me. She knows I'm friends with Margaret. So people were like, Teresa is specifically talking about you, David. And Margaret is telling me things and I am then putting it out to the world. And all this press that exists on Louie all over the world is because of me and things Margaret is telling me. That is, that's the origin of this. Now, we also tie into this, you know, when you see people show pictures that Kim D is on my show every Saturday on Patreon and Kim has a lot to say about Teresa, who she's not very fond of, and Joe and Louise. So, and I am friends with Louise X, Vanessa. All yes, of these things gonna... have nothing personally to do with each other. It's just a full, sh- and none of which have changed. I will speak to Vanessa every day. I've seen Margaret. I just talked to Margaret an hour ago. So I'm not living my life with any different people. And I have a lot of friends that are on the housewives, not just Margaret Joseph. But okay. you know, it's, a, it's, so... it's a comedy of errors that a lot of things have nothing to do with each other.
1: I know that we can get the deep dive on your Patreon, right? We can get the the whole like the whole lay of the land. But I, I wanted to ask you this part. What did Tamara and Teddy say that got you very fired up?
0: So here's the deal. I do not listen to podcasts. I am not going to listen to podcasts.
1: Well, you, I mean, we all work like anybody in this business, like you and I, that put out seven, we can't. Like sometimes I do. I try to listen to yours because I, I genuinely love your interview style. Um But I I can't either. We're so busy. I can't. Like, I have a son who's one. It's very hard.
0: And there is another, there's a small little podcast that nobody listens to. This really crazy guy. I'm not even going to mention his name because, like, I'm not giving him press. But people were like, oh, this loser is talking about you to some little podcast no one listens to. So I'm not even mentioning him. But yes, Tamara and Teddy. So I'm minding my own business. And then this is after this whole thing, it's days later. You know, I went out with Margaret, Bart Senior. People are like, Tamara and Teddy are talking about you. And listen, that's the other thing. People are like, shouldn't you be impartial? Again, I'm impartial when you're on my show. Yeah. Then I'm friends with people. That has nothing to do with it. A third category is when you, are somebody like Teddy Mellencamp that is not on my show, and now you are coming for me as a person? It's a third category. I'm not impartial. I'm going to talk about you know that you're just a fired housewife that has had failed podcasts, and now you're trying to rebuild yourself with two T's. So I was minding my own business. A tr- listen, if a trillion DMs come in and they don't stop, and they're like Tamara and Teddy are saying this about you, and here's the here's the the time they're saying it. Okay. So now I know Tamara. So then I went off on Tamara. Now Tamara and I have since moved past that. Listen, it's like, kind of like with Jill Zarin. you Uh look at you, you love when I go off on subway.
1: I do. I do. I mean, because it's like, it's an art a little bit, because are you saying like you and Tamara in the past week, you went off on Tamara and then you guys resolved everything and like, you're, you're good now. Like, I don't know how you do that. I I feel like, I don't know. I talk shit about people and then they like never speak to me again or they don't come back on the show I don't know and I mean well I I mean I
0: called Tamara out because I'm like you're saying that guy from behind the velvet rope and I'm like you're on my podcast I got you worldwide global press and I have many emails I think this is why (laughs) Tamara
1: use your real name she didn't she tried to not use your real name and you're like hello give me credit like I've also helped you out
0: Yeah. And like, you know who I am and you're saying this. And I mean, I we've emailed back and forth 800 times. I mean, I could share all those emails. So I don't know. I think Tamara was like, I mean, she got right back to me and she's like, oh, listen, I don't think from not listening to the podcast that Tamara is necessarily so innocent, but I also like, don't care. It's like, thanks for mentioning me. I mean, we have watched Tamara on the show. I mean, she's, sure. these, are, these are housewives. They know how to get out of things. Like, I don't need a problem with Tamara. And she's like one-on-one. She's like, oh, you know, I didn't mean to offend you. Like, great, I'm over it. It really takes very little for me to get over it. But I did have a few words with Tamara and we're over it. But, you know, Teddy is a whole nother story. I mean, Teddy is like. What did she
1: say about you? What did she say about you?
0: She's just, first of all there's so many things that she has done wrong. She's like referencing my, like, look, it's kind of like when you start out at the front desk and you're a receptionist, So there's nothing wrong with being a receptionist. And then sure. you are, you know, the senior vice president of the company, you have worked your way up. And so some people might still think of you as a receptionist, but you're not, you're now a senior vice president and So it's like, A, here's your new title. Respect this new person's position. Second of all, why should you be ashamed that you were the receptionist? That's where you, that's a very respectable job. That's where you started. So Teddy is trying to like shame me in how, you know, my, I started, you know, low on the totem pole. I built this thing up. That's Um, that's a positive bitch. And so she's referring to like, oh, you know, like this is David and he was a fan. You know, three years ago, well, three years ago, you were a paid housewife on a show called The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So, yes, I started as a fan. Now I'm the host of one of the most successful podcasts that's in the press every day, 10 times more than your show. Three years ago, so I was a fan. Now I'm here. Three years ago, you were a real housewife of Beverly Hills. And not only are you fired, I can tell you 100%, Teddy, you will never be a real housewife of Beverly Hills ever, ever again. 100%. 100%. Really? Oh never, never. Now no, we have no 100%. Shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROW. Hey, ladies. Look, I know you guys work so hard trying to keep that career together, but hopefully you are taking some time to yourselves. If you haven't already done so, you need to discover Dame. Dame is the only one-stop shop you need to discover all your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys. They also have discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, And the toys are a whole lot of fun. For example, you guys are going to love the EVA. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. It's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. Now I got to tell you about the palm for when you're alone. Listen, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with, you know, yourself, learn more about what you like. And guess what? That leads to better sex with your partner. And like I said, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE for 15% off your Order. That's right. Dameproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. And oh, hey, ladies, don't forget to have fun. Here's the thing people Ooh. call Tamara Tamrat. Like a lot of people hate Tamara, but when you think of the real housewives of Orange County, of the greats, you think first of Vicki Gumbleson. That's the number one of person course. you think of. Yes, And, you know, I would say most people go second to Tamra. Like yeah. she's, she's a legendary housewife that when you do your top 20 your top 40 your top like tamra's there tamra is a housewife she understands the assignment so i mean teddy is not even not on that so like look the oc has a lot of crap they need to work out this wasn't a great season guys and so as they revamp up personally i don't think the OC is going to go in the Tamra direction now after Heather came back and it wasn't really a success. I don't know what the OC is going to do, but Tamra being in invited, trouble. right. Right. But Tamara being invited oh. back to the OC, that's a real possibility, whether it happens now or in, it's, it's not crazy. Teddy right. being invited back to Beverly Hills, I can tell you is never going to happen never. Well,
1: I do agree. I mean, the ship has sailed because the women have carried on. I mean, Sutton Garcelle, I mean, they've carried on with so much drama, so much more, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, to me, the OC will always be Tamra, you know, Gina, like, you know, Gina cough. Like I, I, I love all of them, you know, like Vicky, Tamra, Gina, Kelly Dodd. I mean, they, that will be like my Shannon Bedore like she was great in that you know she is great like
0: you at least think of her like when you think of Beverly Hills you go I know I know Lisa Rinna um Kyle Richards um, Lisa
1: Vanderpump Lisa Vanderpump Lisa Lisa
0: Vanderpump you go Erica Jane you the current people Dorit but even when you think of the past you know I mean I even think
1: Yolanda Foster um you know I do. I do. You know, because just her tie with David Foster. I I just, I do. I do. We have girls
0: trip. Now we have girls trip. And I mean, to to girls trip, you need to want to go make, you know, the money. And so that's where things get complicated with Beverly Hills. Like, you know, I don't think a housewife ever turns down an offer, but I think you're less likely to get a Camille Grammer or Lisa Vanderpump to go away for two weeks for, you know, 200,000. Like, do I think, on those type of things of girls trip keeps going because a lot of people in Beverly Hills that are ex housewives don't really need the money and they might turn it down. I think Teddy, you know, cause she's a fame whore and she's desperate for a job. She might eventually get on Ugh. that. No, she, she, she might get be, on girls trips, but she'll never be life, back. on she'll never one be back on housewives.
1: personal though no, for you, you were, you were not pleased with those comments. It's like, Teddy. Oh, I love it.
0: Well, she's also one of the most hated housewives of all time. So it's like it's not like I care. It's I mean, I stand by say what you want about me. It doesn't affect me. But it's like, who are you? You're not up here. I'm telling you to fuck off. Like, I don't really care what Teddy has to say about me. You know what I mean? But thank you for the free press, you know, but like, get your facts straight. And she was saying, Oh, yeah, David's the mole. So it's like, hey, Margaret, like you think that this teddy woman is like so great. This is what she said. It's not really an insult to me. It's kind of more of an insult to Margaret, right? I mean, it's her job to be on the show, leaking something on the show with your castmates. She's kind of insulting Margaret, not me. And
1: by the way, just, and I know you clear this
0: up on your Patreon, you're you are saying you are not the mole, correct? I mean, it's like- there is no more. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? It's like uh, got it, got this, it, got it. like Teresa's saying there's so many headlines. By the way, there's so many headlines about Louis, A, because he's being sued. It's a lawsuit. B, there's a public video. C, there people are digging up things from the past. And on my show, there's a lot of press about Louis. Go and Google Louis and behind the velvet rope. There is a lot out there because Kim D comes on my show and says all this stuff about him. Right. That has, that's not me being a mole. That's me being a guest. I mean, I also got viral press yesterday with Lala Ken who says she's getting her boobies done for her new book. So it's, it's someone coming on my show and getting press. I'm sorry that Teddy doesn't get press, that the press does not care to talk about Teddy because she's so boring and her podcasts have failed in the past. But you know, the good news is Tamara is a asset to the two T's in a pod when, you know, and if that fails, Tamra, I would con- I would love to have Tamara as a co-host here behind the velvet robe once a week, which is what she's doing over there. I say just close the whole thing down and, you know, kick Teddy to the curb and come here, Tamara. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a bigger audience and you'll have a great time.
1: I'm so, getting replaced.
0: I think I am. <laughs> Sarah, you're not going anywhere, okay? But Tamara, I, I would say-
1: you got to take, you know, you got to go with a bigger star. I understand. Listen, the biz. Oh my
0: God. But listen, I'm not, I'm not upset at Tamara. Like she's like, she's a classic. The door is open for Tamara to come behind the velvet rope for an interview. Anytime she'd like. Tamara's, oh Tamara's a I, legend. Okay? Whew, that was a read.
1: All right. um, Okay. I, I got everything I needed to get out of that.
0: <laughs> so there you go. And people can still talk about it and the two T's and, Teddy Mellencamp and, you know, I don't even know if I could listen to Jack and Diane ever again by Mr. John Cougar Mellencamp. And I fucking like that song. It's a good song. Wow. Yeah. It runs deep. But I need to take a pause from Teddy. I mean, she's just so boring, but anyway, what else would you like to talk about today?
1: Well, where do you want to begin? You know, we had Garcelle's new book out, you know, Erica Jane, that, that really popped up and went by. I would like
0: to start there.
1: Okay done well what are you know the backstory is basically last week um you know erica jane got a copy of garcelle's book threw it in the trash took a picture uploaded it on her ig and um basically accused garcelle of trying to use you know amelia renna like every uh uh, hamlin excuse me like everybody she could to try to use their celebrity in her book
0: I mean, how, but, okay, I didn't, because I also don't read books. I don't listen to podcasts and I don't read books. What, I mean, unless you're coming on the show, what did she say about, like, Amelia Gray and, like, I don't understand?
1: Well, she didn't really say much. She just accused her of using, um you know, their names, like in her book to get press, basically, that was it. Like, and I think Garcelle used Erica's name, which, um, was, was Erica was not happy about that. Basically saying, you know, stop using our names to try to get any press on your book. And Garcelle kind of responded and said like one woman's trash is another woman's treasure. Um, and their, you know, their whole feud was reignited from that clip, basically, to promote. And the memoir is called "Love Me As I Am." You know, she she does talk about every celebrity person um, that she can. Um, so there you have it.
0: Um. Well, and Garcelle also on Watch What Happened said, "Oh, please, I'm closer to Kathy Hilton than Kyle is."
1: Correct, and then which pers- has
0: not gone over well with Miss Kyle Richards.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Erica, you know, she also in the clip, you know, for the, the trailer for Real Housewives of Potomac, Garcelle basically said, you know, Erica, I don't even have to make you look bad. You know, you do that on your own. Um, that kind of prompted her throwing it in the trash too. So obviously these two are not, they're not getting along as we speak. I
0: mean, here's the thing. It's, it's kind of funny what Erica did, but I mean, the world hates you again, shouldn't you, I mean, it goes back to like posting, you know, pat the puss when the victims, it's like, just, I mean, Erica just doesn't care. She just doesn't care. You care. You know how I just told you that I don't care what you say about me. I mean, that's different than me being like, I mean, people are dying. And I mean, like Erica doesn't care about like anything.
1: Well, and you know, apparently in the book, in Garcelle's book, she does go into an even deeper dive of Tom and Erica and like everything that she knows about Tom and Erica, which Erica is apparently, you know, furious about because she's just basically using all her, you know, using their name, using that drama to fuel the sales of the book, which by the way, I mean, by Erica throwing it in the trash probably helped sales tremendously, um, because I like, I wouldn't have bought that book, but now I'm like, well, I kind of want to buy the book. You know what I mean? Like if it's, if it's so salacious, you're throwing it in the garbage, trashing her. I'm like, what great publicity. You can't even write that. Like, thank you.
0: You cannot write that. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I see it all the way as possible, right? Like that's, she's on a show with you. <sighs> Everyone exploits everything, right?
1: Everybody exploits everything. Um, By the way, you know, in Garcelle's, a lot of the excerpts leak, right? She talks about dating Michael Jordan. She talks about dating Will Smith. She ended up breaking up with Will Smith because he essentially was seeing Jada Pinkett Smith at the same time, like in the late nineties. And Garcelle calls his car phone. He's in the car with his ex-wife and his oldest son. And his oldest son goes, is this Jada? Is this Jada? And that's where Garcelle kind of knew that Will was seeing multiple women. And that was the end of that.
0: But I, I forget how. I'm Garcelle has led more of a life than we've real than we've realized.
1: Exactly. I was going to say, I forget how intertwined in Hollywood Garcelle really is. Like, I, I just didn't know that.
0: Uh, I mean, I knew she was. Listen, this is why. Like, you bring in these new first year housewives, like Noella on the OC, and they try so hard and it doesn't work. You have Leah McSweeney, who's like, ugh, on Roni. Like, Garcelle is a new housewife, just worked. I mean, at that time, she had the tie to Denise Richards as an actress. Rina, Garcelle's not desperate. I mean, she has. She has had a career, like coming to America. She got the real, probably because of Beverly Hills, but okay, and that's canceled now. But like Garcelle was a good natural fit that was kind of entwined in this group and really brought like the cred, the, the street cred to Beverly Hills. Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. not desperate in the corner. She's an actress just like Rena. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean by like she has like the street, like not even street, but like the like, like. The creed, you know, she's like the
1: chops the pedigree she has, yeah, yeah she the has pedigree, the, the Hollywood she, background yeah yeah she doesn't
0: need the show and so she was a really good addition really
1: yeah she was she was she she has been an amazing addition to that show seamless you know because I think they all work in the same um you know kind of space right they all know Hollywood they all and like we've talked about Renna at length about how um great she is at kind of, you know, she's an actress. She's like, she just walks that line. And I mean, look, Garcelle's a great actress. Like they, they all get it. I think they just get it in a way. I feel like other franchises are struggling because they don't have that actor training. Like they just don't have the actor. Who training. knew
0: that we would be at a place where like Beverly Hills and like New Jersey are like just The franchises that are just doing so well right now. You know, know. who
1: would have thought? Who would have thought? It is amazing. It's not me.
0: But look, it looks great. I think throwing the book in the trash is great. Helped
1: it for publicity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm like all for it. What else would you like to talk about today? looking at our list here.
1: Well, you know, my personal favorite on Bravo. I mean, it's hard to believe. We've said it before on this show. My fear is Bravo is going the way of e news or e which is, I couldn't even name a show on E! now. I guess the Brad Shaw's, we talk about that. Um, but, you know, Shaw's has been canceled and MJ gave a first exclusive interview on Jeff Lewis's show and essentially revealed a lot. Like saying that, you know, Bravo did call her, called the cast members, gave them a heads up um, that they would be fired, which I would think is pretty standard in the business. Then, you, you know, of or- course-
0: I mean, they don't do it when they let a housewife go each season, but I guess when the whole show is closing
1: down. I would think for the whole show. And I mean, Shaw's has been around nine. You no, know, if you've been a housewife for one year, still, I would think you'd get a phone call, but you don't. You know, Shaw's, I know, that's so crazy. That's really crazy. Um, but Shaw's has been around for obviously nine seasons. So MJ said they got phone calls. They knew it was going to end. And Jeff really probed her supposedly, and I'm curious to see if you think this is true. Supposedly, MJ and a very select few people of Shaw's, Mike not included, sounds like probably MJ, Reza, uh, maybe Gigi, have, are doing a spinoff, are going to do a spinoff with Bravo that has yet to be named. Of course, I'm sure even if it has a name, MJ can't reveal it. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, like, so MJ apparently is not that upset because they're going to get another show.
0: I don't know. Do you guys ever notice how many pairs of glasses I have? I mean, I used to spend thousands on different colors and shapes and sizes of glasses. Well, everything changed when I found pair Eyewear. You go to their website and you pick out a base frame. I picked out the Finley because that's what looked best on me. You then choose from tons of top frames what's a top frame exactly how it sounds the top frame goes over your base pair of glasses i picked the solid black finley so i now have a great solid black pair of glasses but then the top frames they have a whole sparkle series i mean literally that comes in every color so on top of my base i could have pink sparkle glasses purple sparkle glasses, blue sparkle glasses. They have camo. I can get green camo. It doesn't stop there. White camo, red camo, orange camo. So literally the frames would start at $60. You buy one pair of frames and that $60 includes the prescription. And then you can get thousands of toppers. Literally you can change your glasses every single day. Get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style starting at just $60. Go to PairEyeWear.com slash velvet and now you get 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P A I R slash velvet. I don't know. Listen, everyone here has issues when I talk about ratings, ratings. They tell me I'm from the 1990s. That's what we, th- ratings still exist. I need to pull some numbers on Shaw's, period. I wasn't under the assumption no shade. I wasn't under the assumption no. that last season of Shaw's. Se- like, I didn't think the ratings were that great. I don't think the show was canceled because of Mike. I mean, you could have fired Mike and kept going period the end if the ratings were that good. So I didn't think the ratings were so great, right? Fire Mike. Very simple. You have, I mean, if you're telling me the spinoff is Reza, Gg, and MJ and the four key members are three of them plus Mike and we have Destiny and Nima it's isn't that the exact same show? Just fire a mic and keep going with Shaw's. I don't really well. Buy I don't,
1: it. I got the vibe from her that Nima like none of them were included,
0: so like three of them. But w- I mean, listen, I love MJ and Tommy, love I mean, as people, as humans, right? In the real right. world, love Gigi. <sighs> I don't buy it. I just don't buy it. I, I that's my honest opinion. I just don't buy it.
1: I mean, I got to tell you, I watched the clip on TikTok from Jeff's show and her, and I was like, I don't get, I, I don't know. I know. I know. Like, I, I tend to agree with you. Like, I feel like they've, okay, this is, compl- I have absolutely no, buy, no facts about this at all, except for, I feel like they're doing a little bit what they're doing with, the whole legacy reboot of Real Housewives of New York, where they're saying like, oh yeah, we're, you know, if you're a Shaw's fan, because I believe the network, I believe Bravo is in trouble. So I think there's no benefit in them just saying, well, we're never bringing Shaw's back. I think they're just leaving it in limbo until it like fades out or they need it. I, again, yes. this is pure speculation, pure speculation at someone. I mean, I am pitching shows to production companies. I do know feed, some feedback and things that I've gotten. Again, nothing to do with.
0: And also, let nothing. me just say, I mean, this maybe is tea and behind the scenes, but like, how can I put this? There are like a lot of, I mean, well, you guys know this, this isn't revealing anything like. The whole thing with like Tommy, you know, the restraining order against Reza, like there's legal issues that have been surrounding the Shah's cast members for a long time. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, like Tommy, Tommy has, there's a restraining order against Tommy.
1: From Reza.
0: Reza, yes. That's out there. That's public but i think there's a lot of other things behind the scenes like listen how can i put this i okay. the shahs i believe my sources telling me the shahs i think are whether there's actually lawsuits filed or i think the shahs throw around the legal stuff a lot in the world i do it's not shade i just so i think that when you have cast members like you can't say this it has nothing to do with tommy but i think that's where it starts i think there's a lot of legal stuff that makes the show hard and i don't think the ratings are great i i just think i think it's done i do
1: wow Wow. Okay. Um, and when you say illegal things, do you think that, th- that the network just doesn't want to be involved with that? Do you think they just don't want to be associated yeah. with a lot of lawsuits that are going on behind the scenes? So you think behind the scenes, there's probably a lot of drama with this group and they just are like, look, it's not worth the revenue. It's not worth the ratings. Aren't that great. So
0: let's just cut ties. Cut. Well, the thing is, I'm not right. I'm not so sure Shaws was coming back before this happened with Mike. I mean, where, where was it? where was it? It already happens. And let's not forget, we also had Shaw's end last season. And then we had to wait several months for a reunion a lot because of some of this legal stuff that was brewing. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like Shaw's ended. We've never had something where you wait three months and then have a reunion. Does everyone remember that? There was a Shaw's reunion three months later after the fact. That's a yeah. lot of Behind the scenes things. Yes.
1: Yeah. By the way, you did see where Mike and Paulina are vacationing reportedly in Mexico together. TMC posted the pictures. And um, I told
0: you what happens when she listen, I I am not gossiping. I wish everyone the best. I am just cutting through some of the nonsense and Yeah, I
1: know you you me. said it, you said it on this podcast that you know you had that interview with her. You know, I mean, listen. Um, I
0: think you have superstars. I think MJ makes great TV. GG makes great TV. I just think right now, this is this is. You know, I think there there's no ban on them at Bravo. They're just they're great. I just think this is this incarnation. I mean, it, a spinoff is like we're taking one cast member, like Gigi and Reza. And MJ, I think you would just call it Shaz. Mike is fired, period. Shaz will be back. Shaz is coming back. Mike is fired. Oh, Nima, we don't want you. So, okay, we're changing up the, ca- you know what I'm saying? Like a spinoff is not taking three of the four main OGs. I just, it's not coming back.
1: Yeah, heard it here first. So anyway, that's that. You know, Mike has a court date, July 25th. Still unclear who the victim is. I guess everybody's assuming it's Paulina. It could be a family member, I guess. I mean, could be another family member. Could be, a you know, I think he has two brothers. Could be, I don't know if he has a sister. Could be a spouse or significant other of theirs. I guess, you know, we don't know that it's Paulina. So we'll see.
0: Um, And also, you know, The other thing is, you know, when Lala was um, just on my show, you know, I asked her about the future of Vanderpump Rules. Like, no one has heard anything. Like, I know Andy slipped and said Vanderpump Valley, um, you know... I don't think.
1: Well, wait a minute. I've heard that Stassi is they're they're toying with bringing Stassi back.
0: I mean, that's what's thrown out there, but no one's heard anything. I, I don't, think they do bring.
1: Do, don't you do think? Do you think
0: Vanderpump I, is going to come back after last season? Do you really think they can pull something together? What would
1: be? What would? Do you really think people would be so outraged if Jax and Brittany and Stassi were no. like the original cast? I don't either. I, I think I people think, are over that. I think if. I mean, look. I don't think that Bravo has the cojones to do it, but I think that if they want to save that show, they bring back everybody original. Because I don't, I don't think that people are going to stop watching.
0: Well, that's where Andy's little slip and saying Vanderpump Valley kind of makes sense. It's a rebrand. I think you call it Vanderpump Valley.
1: But who's coming back? Because if they don't bring back, I don't think people can't like they. They tried to do the reboot without. Without, you know, Jax, without Britney, without, you know, I mean, who are they going to bring back? Unless they do Vanderpump Valley and it's like all of
0: them. That's why I think you would like, I think you just. uh, I mean, listen, I think there's a lot of hypocrisy, you know, the same people that stood up and clapped at the top of their lungs when Stassi and Jax were fired for racial issues didn't really stand behind Ebony K. Williams when she was trying to bring up the same issues on the show. I think it's all hypocrisy from Bravo viewers, personally. God, I'm really opinionated today. And yeah. I... Could the network bring back Stassi and Jax? They're not
1: gone now, I don't think.
0: I mean, yeah. I think I mean, look, I mean that's look, I, I do think if Vander Pumpkins comes back, I think A... There's no more sir. Forget about sir. It doesn't exist. I mean, it exists. I just, I don't think that will be part of the show. I think it would be called Vanderpump Valley. I'm going to go so far as to say, I think the theme song is going to be changed. I think like the look and feel of it is going to be a little bit different. And yeah, if you had Jax and Brittany, Stassi and Bo, this is all about babies and parents and Tom and Ariana, Katie and Tom, you know, going through their divorce, Lala and... James and I, I don't even know if you can bring Raquel back. I think you're gonna have to get back to the OGs and just uh, that. I mean, listen, it has it has hope, but 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 you think they
1: have the guts to do that though? I don't think they're gonna do it.
0: I don't know, I don't. And I mean, let's not forget, Jax and Stassi were great when Jax had a chunky sweater and you know was cheating on her and getting blowjobs in the bathroom with Laura Lee. I mean, these are married people. So let's just, let's just, there's not a lot of drama. I mean, yes, Lala now doesn't really speak to Schwartzy because he went out with Randall. Like there's, there's little dramas, but like, this is a show guys. This is thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours to get your episode one. Is there enough meat there? Is there enough meat on the bone, Sarah, for Vanderpump to be back?
1: I think you actually nailed it. I I don't, I even think with the original cast, I don't know. They've kind of moved on. I mean, I just, I'm just thinking about what does Bravo do for programming? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we have Potomac, we have Jersey, we have Beverly Hills. I mean, those are huge shows. We have Atlanta. Hopefully Atlanta is strong. I mean, I, I don't, I haven't heard anybody say a peep anymore about Candy and the Gang. Um, Didn't didn't our girl um, or coming up Karen Huger's special is running? I I,
0: oh excuse me, I have something to say. Okay, Miss Huga, because you know I love ratings. Miss Huga's the Grand Doms schedule did extremely, extremely, extremely poor. I believe three hundred. I, I think you 300. Were say well, yeah, I think 390,000 watched. This is. I just dropped my microphone in my crock. dropped you, her microphone. Are the you buttons.
1: kidding? I thought you were going to say did well.
0: Poor. I, I mean, really, I I th- I swear to you, it was like 390,000 people. Like, no good.
1: Why? 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 Why do you think these shows are not doing well?
0: And Candy and Gang is not doing great in the ratings. And not doing terrible. Well, that's good. I mean, I love- what? what happened to Bravo? What happened to Bravo? And yet, let me tell you something, because I get the trailers early. Now it's going to be out by the time this airs, but I get the, the screeners early. I mean, for everyone out there, and I mean, I, I've given up. I've given up with this audience. This audience wants to talk about Bravo. And that's it. But for all of you, the few of you listening that understand that there's this huge thing called Netflix, that fucking season five of Selling Sunset. So good. So good. Maybe,
1: maybe what's just happened so to good. Bravo is just the company is now there's just other great shows. Maybe it's just that there are other great, you know, look, you know, on the Sarah Fraser show, I talk all TLC. Like you and I come together for our love of Bravo. I cover all TLC 90 Day Fiancés. I love a mama's boy. I will tell you right now, I know this for a fact. I love a mama's boy, which is about five men f- who are like addicted to their moms and like live with their moms. Their moms like shave their backs. That did as well as Housewives with over a million viewers per episode. It is a t- TLC fast tracked another um, season. It is huge. I think these sh- other shows that are kind of crazy and eccentric, su- you know, Selling Sunset, you have Selling Tampa now, you have, um, you know, our our friend Carlos King is getting his own talk show on OWN, you know, because he did we, what he said, Marriage.
0: Let me tell you something. We love that Carlos King. Love. I mean, I, I think that the, comp- I think there's just other
1: shows now that have so much other drama. I Ninety Day Fiance is enormous. Is enormous. It is,
0: and like I'm not wishing Bravo, you know, not well. It's just I just don't know. I I agree with you. I don't know where the programming is. Like it was so much before, right?
1: Well, you know, when you think about what, how many years ago now did the OC come out? Fourteen? Was it fourteen years ago? Fifteen years ago? I mean, they've had an incredible run off that Housewives franchise, but maybe I mean. 15 years, you know, is a long time. I mean, Survivor and The Simpsons are like the only other shows that are like doing it that long, you know? Uh, Maybe it's just had its run and now we're seeing other networks kind of come up with edgier things. Um, And I think Bravo is, I don't know. I don't know if Bravo, they're trying to do a reckoning where they're trying to be more racially inclusive, which I think is a good thing, but is it? But, you know, does your audience want that? I don't know. It's it seems like the minute these shows have any sort of racial controversy and they try to, like, do what they think is right, that that just kills the show. And I mean, I'm posing this question to you and our audience listening. I mean, do we really expect people who put their lives out on reality TV? okay? that are, sh- that are just shit shows. They're, they're drama. They're shit shows. They're a mess. They're in financial. Do we really, I mean, do we expect them to be, I don't know, like morally smart or right all the time?
0: You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> I, I, I think the audience is very conflicted. I mean,
1: because I, I feel like we all listen. We all I, I just have... think
0: people are not self-aware. I just think it's like you say you want that. But right. Then when they but are, they don't. don't They really. And don't. so just at least when you go to bed at night, be honest with yourself about what you want from your housewife. It's just like be honest. Right. That's right. all. That's all. But I, I mean, I, I, I do think look, Jersey had a great season. Salt Lake had a great season. Beverly Hills is gonna right. have a great season. We need Atlanta and we need Potomac to have great seasons when they come back. It's just it's just it's, I it's, think it's, Potomac it's, it's a it's will. pivotal time for Bravo. I I do believe. I do. <laughs> I do too. I do too.
1: I I, I predict. Salt Lake will be amazing. Beverly Hills will be huge for them. Probably some of the highest ratings. Um, Jersey's going to be good. I think Potomac's going to be good. I just, I don't know, looking into my crystal ball, I, I think it's also going to be the end of Atlanta. I do. I just, I think okay. Nini, I, I, look, I,
0: I- You want some tea? I heard from you know, a very reliable source, Vetti. I heard that she, wants, she wanted her peach. I heard Marlowe is the entire season- I heard that she, well, is, I do love Marlo she Marlo. comes Kenya's... in, balls to the wall. Kenya uh-huh. Moore has already gone on record. Kenya has already said, I do not want to be the victim. I do not w- I want to, I mean, the, the, the villain. I want to come in and I want to be fun and I want to have a good time. I'm not doing it. So let someone else do it. Well, apparently Marlo has picked up that Kenya Moore torch and she has run around that track so many times. I heard that Marlo comes in, balls to the wall. I just do not fucking care about any of you, none. I am an I uh, I uh, uh, I am an auntie, and my boys need this ch- paycheck. I heard Marlo comes in. I don't give a fuck. Now you know that Marlo has that in her. We we all know oh. that.
1: We know Marlo. Yeah. I mean, okay, you're right. You know what? I take it back. I take it back. Marlowe could bring it. I do. And I mean, I'm, 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 I'm
0: not overly Marlo. excited about Atlanta. Like, I'm not like, oh my God, the Beverly Hills trailer was like, I hope Atlanta does it. I, I hope, I mean, look, you have Sheree, you have Kenya, you have Marlo, you have such, you have a good mixture there. Like it's, it's so possible that this could be great. I just hope that it is. I really do. Cause Atlanta needs a great season.
1: You know? Yeah. We shall see. we shall say um, the last thing I wanted to ask you about, you know, Steve Lodge, Vicky's um, ex got married. Vicky has spoken about it. Vicky's dating a new guy. What did you what did you think about? What do you think about that? Like, you know, and Vicky said she wishes Steve well.
0: She I mean, did. everybody, But she also it. said, thank God, it's not me.
1: Yeah. Well, do you think that's true, though? I feel like Vicky wanted it to be her. She wants to get married. She
0: said that. I don't know. This, first of all, I love, I look, I think when all is said and done, Vicky's like, man, out of all the battles I had to fight, Kelly just wasn't the one. And I think Kelly's like, you know, Kelly's hatred for Heather Dubrow is so deep that I think Kelly's like, it's not Vicky. And I just think misery loves company. And they both realize they have bigger fish to fry and they've come back together and I am here for it. And the fact that she fixed her up with someone, I mean, that's, That's sweet. Like that's nice, right? Yeah. Kelly
1: helped her, you know, apparently she got a matchmaker. Vicky did the current guy she's dating. She met through the matchmaker, but also sounds like Kelly knew him. There was some sort of like connection. Um, and you're right. There's been kind of a truce called between Vicky and Kelly. It sounds like, I
0: mean, look, I, And here's the thing, Brooks, Now the Steve, they all want that that public eye. Like Vicky, just I, I I hope it. You think
1: Steve did? You you think Steve wanted the public eye? Vicky,
0: Vicky swears to the high heavens. She swears to the high heavens that 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 that's what.
1: But what does Steve want it for? I mean, I think Steve did like a failed governor's run, right? Wasn't he going to run for governor of California? And that Vicky like-
0: swears that there's more there and he wanted fame. So I don't know. But look, she's keeping this guy away from all of us. And this is her real life. And I mean, I, Vicky wants to be back on the show. That's not going to happen. But I do think that she's not. Look, I don't think Vicky's a fame whore. I think she liked the money. And I think she feels like, you know, this is the this is the way the show should be and it's my show and I helped you know what I mean so like I kind of respect that it's not about the fame like I do think Vicky wants love I I, I do so give it to her give it to her come on give it to her. I know girl, right Vicky right I know you
1: want Vicky well I always you know I always loved that Vicky was honest and she was like I never should have let Don go and I, I do feel like she and Don had a good <sighs> run there
0: vicky what were you thinking what i know
1: i feel like don was a good man you know um
0: that ship is sailed sarah i know
1: oh i mean don't we wonder what don is doing i mean don like he doesn't give a fuck about the show i mean i know she had to settle with him for millions so i mean don's living the good life like don is living the good life and probably dating somebody and like moved on it was just it was sad they were they were my
0: they were your favorites
1: well, I feel like, I don't know. Dawn was treated like shit. You know what I, I mean? I don't know. I feel like Dawn genuinely loved Vicky, but you know, Dawn didn't want to be on television and she was going to do whatever she had to do to be on TV, which I respect that too. She but
0: would still be there.
1: I wish, I wish they would have like fake separated and like, she could have dated someone else. And then like, they would have come back together.
0: I don't know. Listen,
1: but it, it didn't work out that way.
0: Um. What else? I mean, what? So I guess we've covered everything, I think, for this week. I
1: mean, we've covered it all. We've mentioned it all. We've covered it all. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think I, I cannot wait. May 11th, Beverly Hills starts. I'm so excited for it to start. I cannot wait. I mean, I guess my question to you is, have you heard any more rumblings about New York casting? You know, they were looking for friend groups. Have you heard of any socialites in New York putting themselves out
0: I have not heard. They're nowhere near close. I spoke to someone who thinks that Ebony has a really good chance of being the linchpin that launches this new Beverly Hills and it will be her and her friend group. That's what someone, not someone who works at Bravo, but someone who's a pretty smart mind. And I'm like, huh? Look, I think if anybody has a chance, anybody from that last show, it's not going to be an OG. It will be only Ebony. Leah has a 0% chance. So if Leah is still calling Bravo and trying, never going to happen. So I do think Ebony is the pedigree, I guess I'm using that word a lot today, of what this new show is going to be moving forward. And I, look, if Uh, Ebony was on a different show. It's going to be a whole different thing. People will see a whole different side to Ebony and they will love her, I'm telling you. But I don't really know. I personally think maybe they're going to go with like a total unknown cast like they did with Salt Lake. But one person that we know and a whole bunch of unknowns, it's not the craziest I think I've ever heard. So that's all I've heard. You know, whether it's true or not, let's see, but that's, that's where we are.
1: All right. Well, I'm, I'm just curious about that. Okay. I love it. No. Um, you know, we obviously, you and I talked to our girl, Candace candy gal. Um, I loved that interview. Um, and it's coming uh,
0: soon. It's coming soon for sure.
1: It's coming soon. So I can't wait for people to see what they have to say about it. Okay.
0: Where can everyone find you? They can find me at behind. They can find me behind the velvet rope on Apple and Spotify or at behind velvet rope on Instagram. What about you? I am the Sarah
1: Fraser show on TikTok on IG. You know the Sarah Fraser show puts out new shows now 7 days a week. Monday it's my any guy. I talk to anybody I want. Wednesdays about my personal life and you know you can follow around my husband and my 1-year-old son and then Wednesday we do TLC talk and we talk all your favorite TLC shows of the week.
0: I love it. Look, we are going to be back here very soon. We have a lot more going on. Keep your eyes up for any drama. And anything Love it.
1: Keep your eyes out. All right, David. Love ya.
0: Keep in touch.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope.